Welcome to the Connect Community Podcast, recorded live in Stamford, Connecticut. We're so glad to have you with us today. If you're ever in our area, come see us in person. We hope today's message inspires you and helps you live better. Um, our pastor, J.D. and Alini Mueller, they are currently uh, on their way to the hospital. And hopefully, uh, a baby should be born. However, I know, could build up to that. We've, we've sort of been on a little bit of a, of a turmoil. Yesterday, he said, the quickest trip I've ever had. He said, I landed in Houston by 9 and was back home in Connecticut by noon. So... There's been a lot going on the past 24 hours. We've been in, in phone calls, and everybody was sort of, you know, all hands on deck in terms of everything that was happening today. But keep them in your prayers. Uh, we also like to do whenever you have a chance to speak at church to give to honor our pastors and our leaders. And although they're not here, I don't think this should not go uh, unattended to. Uh, they have received a call, I believe. It's, it's funny how time flies. And it's been literally six and a half years since we've been part of Connect Community. However... It was already had, they already had connect groups at home. So this church has been planted for over seven years. And we have been honored to walk alongside J.D. Delaney and are just absolutely amazed at what God has been doing in our lives. And if you, we are, we are able to track back and look at what God has been doing and where we were seven to eight years and where we are now. And we can really pinpoint that at every decision, at every issue, we can see how they were invested and also part of our struggles and also celebrating with us as well. So I just wanted to give them the honor that they deserve as pastors and as friends specifically for all that they have done for this community, especially in me and my wife. My wife, which usually sits there. I think she's probably back there with the kids. She's here somewhere. Uh, we celebrated uh, on our little annual trip that we usually make. We just celebrated our 15th anniversary. Uh, thank you. Also along with that, we also celebrated my birthday, but I got married on the day of my birthday. So I no longer celebrate my birthday, only my anniversary. Uh, but it was absolutely amazing. The kids were out there. And sort of segueing into my message, we had so much that had been going on these last couple of weeks. And we were, it's, it's amazing when you feel as if when there's a shift or something that is on the way. And I, I texted J.D. a few weeks back. I said, J.D., I feel as if there is a shift. There's something sort of coming. And usually these things will happen when right before God sort of does something in your life. It would almost be a squeeze to where things start to happen out of nowhere. A car would fail or, or something totally out of the blue. And usually when that happens, that usually calls my attention, catches my attention. And I couldn't necessarily say, because usually when these things happen, it's like this. It could go either way. Either it's absolutely amazing, or it's going to totally shadow whatever you thought you had in your mind towards what good could be. However, I just knew that something was coming. I don't know if you guys ever feel that way to where you just sense there's a bus, and you feel that there's something happening, but you can't necessarily explain what. While I was prepping for this message, uh, if you guys don't know, usually it will be on the screen with the, with the video. The message that we're talking is talking about the book of Proverbs, and it's called A Word to the Wise. But while I was prepping for it, I found out that the phrase, a word to the wise, is a modern adaptation of the original phrase, which says, a word to the wise is sufficient. There's something about wisdom that also brings along perspective with it. 
the ability to look beyond the now and seeing the then that God has for our life. Sufficiency speaks of capacity, speaks of endurance. And I believe that perspective is the ability to see sufficiency at work even when all you see is scarcity in your lives. There's nothing like coming out of a storm and experiencing God deliver you and your family that will remind you that God and God alone is sufficient in your life. My wife Jackie was just involved in a car accident a few weeks back. And there's nothing like getting a phone call at 6 o'clock in the morning saying, Babe, come get me. A car just hit me. There's nothing that reminds you of God's sufficiency as you arrive at the scene and you see your wife laid out at the sidewalk with her legs bruised, with every single bag, airbag in the car deployed, car parts everywhere. Yet here we are. There is nothing seeing how sufficient God can be. The insurance company tells you that you should take as many photos as you can and videos so that you're able to present it to them later at, at some point as they sort of build their case. As I was going through those pictures and the video, I was realized of how sufficient God can be in our lives. As I'm looking at the videos, I can see that as Jackie came down, I hope I can paint this picture for you guys. As she was coming down the street, no stop sign. A lady overruns the stop sign and T-bones her. God, somehow, some way, found a way to strategically place her car in between a light pole and a tree. As I'm looking at the video that I made, I could see the tire marks. And she actually sliced the bark of the tree. One inch to the left, the car would have flipped over. One inch to the right, she would have hit the light pole at first. I began to praise God right there and then. What could have been, what could have happened. Yes, physical therapy five times a week, right babes? For a couple of months. Yes, many doctors and lawyers and phone calls. But to see the hand of God deliver you even in the midst of chaos. A word to the wise, God is still in your life even in the midst of the chaos in your life. And as I begun to praise God and I'm prepping for this message, I'm continually reminded that God is still in control even as you're rolling through the chaos of your life. Through the scarcity, God allows us to see his sufficient hand if we remain in him. This morning, I want to give you three key elements from Proverbs 4. And if you want to be so kindly to sort of direct yourself to that. That it talks about, in the perspective of sons, how a father is giving directions to his sons as to how to achieve wisdom. And he starts off on verse 20 to 22. It says, study the word, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. For there are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. This morning I want to give you three key points from 
this um, uh, Proverbs 4. And the first one is study the word, which we just read. At first, he starts off by saying, listen, which he says, incline thy ears. Then he says, read it, let your eyes not depart from it. And then he says, store it, store it in your heart. God's word is so rich. And if it doesn't apply to your life now, put it away. Eventually, it will come a time when you will need it. Some of us have been using the word of God sort of as the uh, break it in case of emergency. As an emergency escape that you only need it, that you will only search for it when something happens. However, the Bible directs us to look at it and to use it as a light onto our path. Have you ever driven a car at night or you mistakenly turned the car, you're rushing. And as you're driving, you notice, especially with these new cars now, because if you don't have it on auto, you'll be able to drive it with a low beam light. And you're barely seeing things in front of you, but you're driving thinking you're having to. Somebody gives you the high beamer, alerting you, hey, turn your lights on. I believe that we, as Christians, have to be very mindful of that. As we are not diving into God's word, as we're not doing our daily readings of it, there's a danger that we could be driving through our lives with our spiritual eyes closed. And there is something about you storing that word in your heart for when that car crash comes, for when that family um, emergency comes up. There's something as you're going through your everyday life that brings you to remembrance of the word of God that always and always comes alive in our hearts. Proverbs says that the beginning of wisdom starts with our fear of the Lord. And without the constant studying of the word of God, about the constant going and, and, and applying it into our everyday lives, it would be impossible for us to achieve that. Sufficiency comes along with the studying of the word of God. On 4.23, he talks about something that's even more important. It says, steady your heart. It says, above all else. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. The Amplified Version says it even better. It says, from, from your heart flows the spring of life. It really feels like after this pandemic, there has been a 24-7 cycle of the need for us to be attentive to something. I remember arriving home from work and finding Jackie wound up. It was something about a pro protest that broke out. And I'd begun to also binge watch it. I must know what's happening. And I'd begun to see that the more that I watched, the more I consumed it, the more wound up I became. I mean, I was ready to fight for what? I don't know, but I was ready. And, and, and if you think about it, it changes depending on the day. There is a war, a possible war that could come. Black Lives Matter. Blue lives matter. Um, you name it, there is something willing to take you hostage. Mass shootings, the, the lack of regulation, or too many regulations. And depending on the, which side of the aisle you're on, it will sucker you in. And literally take you hostage for whatever it is that is happening. When the Bible says for us to guard our heart, what is saying that if you change the source... You will also change the outcome of it. How important is it that not only are we studying the word of God, but we are also guarding our heart as we're living our everyday lives. Don't allow anyone to just come in and speak into your lives. 
I've caught myself lately in these past couple of months not engaging in some conversations, avoiding certain things, simply to be able to guard my heart. I believe that you cannot walk into whatever it is that God is placing in your life unless you're able to literally quiet the noise. Sometimes it might be too much TV consumption, breaking news, or it might be an issue at home or at work. And the constant engaging and the constant going back and forth. And before you know, and the, the goal is not necessarily to destroy you, but to just take your attention away enough so that you're not able to connect to God directly. A word to the wise, guard your heart. At first, we study the word of God. Then we guard our hearts. And then if you follow along on verse 26, it says, straighten your path. Make level the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Another version says, keep watch of your behaviors. The everyday habits that we develop, the mundane things that end, that tend to run out automatically. Are those things that we are doing, are they bringing you closer to God? Or they're driving you away further from what God has for your life? I love how, the, how constantly in Proverbs we are actually called into accountability. There are many times where you would actually pray, God, search my heart. Where God would search your heart and then show it to you. But what the Proverbs here is saying is that you should straighten your path. My question to you this morning is, where has your path, where has your, your steps taking you have you allowed all this craziness that's happened to drive you away from God have you allowed all the chaos that's happening around you to take you out of what God has for your life have you stopped guarding your heart and allow things to speak into your life have you allowed the drama at work to take over have you stopped studying the word of God meditating on it day and night Using it as a light to your path. What this proverb says is, if you would straighten your path, which is, and, and, and this is really interchangeable as he goes down the line. This is an instruction from a father to a son. But really it's an instruction that he received from his father and is being passed out. That if we would go back and realign our paths with the center, with God, if it would guard our hearts against all that has thinking, and we would most of all, meditate in God's word. That will we then again be directed to wisdom. The Bible says that true wisdom is only attained when we receive it directly from God. This morning, I believe God is calling us to straighten our paths. This morning, I believe, through Proverbs 4, God is calling us back to analyze our lives. And to look at the things that we have allowed to break our paths from that which God has for our lives. Have you strayed too far from God this morning? Do you feel as if there's something that's stopping you from reaching that which God has for your life? I love these moments. And I believe that God calls us out to meet us in the middle. Study the word. Study your heart. And straighten your path. As usual it is, I wanted to come at you guys very quickly, but really to allow us to pray.
to allow us to come back to the Father. The Bible says that, as Susie alluded to earlier, where two or three are gathered, there he is. Wherever you are this morning, financially, spiritually, God is calling on to you. Have you straightened too far from what God has for your life? Have you allowed the things of this world, the news, the constant tugging of your heart to push you away from what God has for you? This morning, as we pray and as the worship team comes up, I want us to just take a couple of moments and really examine our hearts. Take a few seconds. I know we got to go. It's summer. We got to hit the beach or the pool at somebody's house. There's a barbecue going somewhere. Just five minutes. Examine your hearts. Just for five minutes. See where your heart is. Just for a few minutes, allow God to speak into your life. It is time to come back to the Father. It is time for us to realign our paths. Father God, as we come into your presence this morning, we are thankful for your love. We are thankful for your grace. Your grace is sufficient. A word to the wise is that we have sufficiency in you, Jesus. But as your word says, we would like to come back and straighten our paths to where you have called us to be. This morning, we would like to shut all the noise that's going on around us. And we would like to guard our heart and bring it back onto you, Father. We want to go back to studying your word and understanding that what you have for us is only for this peace that surpasses all understanding. We haven't felt it. These plans that are bigger than our own, we haven't seen it. So, Father, this morning we come back to that point. We realign our paths with yours. We bring our hearts, our minds, our marriages, our finances, all before you, God, this morning, knowing and understanding that you and only you can bring sufficiency to our lives. Allow us to find wisdom in you, Jesus. Allow us to, to be renewed in your spirit. Yes, search our hearts, but give us the strength to align our paths with yours. Yes, Jesus, change our paths, but we take accountability in what we have done, and we are coming back to the Father. We're coming back to the one who can heal us, who can change our lives. That is our prayer this morning, that we will be changed, that your love will continue to change our lives, that we will be touched by your spirit. Everywhere in this place, Jesus, we, we, we bring our hearts before you this morning. There is nothing, nothing that is impossible for you, Jesus. Search our hearts this morning. But most of all, Jesus, give us the strength to realign our paths with yours. No matter how far you've gone, no matter how far you are, no matter the how, the when, or the what. Understand that God is calling you back onto himself. Thank you for listening today. If you have a prayer request, a question about faith, or would like to find out more information, visit us at connectcommunity.org. 
Don't forget to subscribe and share. See you next time.